look at here. If I can relate and he can relate, I know you can relate. This is a Relatable AF podcast with DJ and Tanya. Hell The tea is exceptionally good today. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Come on, make me believe what you're saying. Hey y'all, we are back. This is the Relatable AF Podcast about two relatable ass friends talking and dishing about everything entertainment, news, media, TV, film, and other stuff we can all relate to. I am DJ, one half of the co-hosting duo, also known as Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> yes. Come on, DJ Z Stallion. Yes! <laughs> I love it. And it is Tanya. No, it's a very cold girl summer over here. It's been that way for several years. So, Summer's hands. Put your hands on your hands. <laughs> Don't be saying that you're cold, you're cold summer because who was on a, a cruise ship not too long ago, madam? Me. Summer says me. So I have fun. <laughs> Um, it was fun. It was fun. I definitely would prefer better sleeping arrangements. Uh, (laughs) The bed is just too plush. You know, I love, I love how these, these with hospitality, hospitable things like hotels, they, you know, they're, they're big on plushness, but the doll needs something firm. I need some rock steady. (laughs) My back could not take it at all. They tried to do the couch. But um, that's literally my only complaint. Um, I ate, like I said, <laughs> from sunup to the sundown <laughs> and dreamt of eating while I was asleep. <laughs> but yes, it was Festa Friend. We have got to do a Friend's Cruise. Oh my I god, do we do. Alright. have to. It's, it'll be so so much fun. I can oh my gosh. So that's something that you and I need to discuss. Yes. Off the mic so the girls don't know tea until we know tea. But okay. yeah, I had fun. I pet I swam and I petted and it's if it's petted a word, I don't know. But I swam and I petted and I fed some stingrays. Oh, okay. What does what do stingrays eat? Fish. So you hold the fish in your hand, but you got to make sure that you hold it a certain way because they'll take off your fingers. That's what the guides told us. So, you know, my thumbs were hidden. Now, RIP to the big homie, Steve Irwin. He was obviously a topic amongst conversations. I'm sure that trainer and that guy is so sick of hearing about it because, you know, we get in there shook like, Oh, they're so friendly. And then, of course, one guy was like, so what exactly did Steve do wrong? And I'm like, guys. <laughs> Were they one of us or or, or the the Caucasians? The Cox. It was definitely the Cox of the Asians. <laughs> but, you know, questions. These were questions okay. that we all had. And questions, yes. comments, and concerns. <laughs> Because they were very extremely friendly. They're very docile for the ones that we were with. Obviously, ones bred in captivity are much, much, much different than ones in the wild. Yeah. But they were just very sweet and fun. And they're known to be um, sort of shy and docile creatures unless you know provoked. So the question is just what exactly happened and why are we safe? But he wasn't safe. Mm. 
So that got really morbid, but other than that, <laughs> what, what was the, the tale that he told? Do you remember? Um, no, you know, actually, I don't. I think from what I remember, the trainer literally just said it had to have been a strange situation where the Stingray, I guess, felt threatened with Steve Irwin and the crew, or maybe just a lot of excitement or something uh... to make the Stingray attack him in the way that it did. Um, cause other, other than that, they're, they just be in the sand, minding their business. Like, and that's what happened. Like they tell you to make a circle, don't break the circle. Otherwise the stingray going to swim out the circle and go about their business. <laughs> As we fed them, that's surely what they did. So, but it was great. Um, water, beautiful food, beautiful. I love everything about it. It w- even wasn't too hot cause we went to the Bahamas. So I, I got some money. Ow. Some foreign coins just to show she's traveled, she's cultured, and I have my passport. So I'm just looking, I'm really looking forward to us traveling more. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I didn't know that I was here. (laughs) And I missed you. How you been playing? I've been good, you know, um, adulting, all that stuff. Uh, I got the, ch- I had to change my doctor, so I, I did that finally and all that. Yeah. So, you know, just adult stuff. Not, nothing really major. Yeah. But, uh, I guess we should get on to the episode because we have to move swiftly. So, we're going to break <laughs> form yet again, and we're just going to do TV talk. So, hey. two shows that had people talking a lot um mm-hmm. were posed just started the new season and also striking viper is the first episode of the new season of black mirror season five of black mirror so that's what we're going to be talking about two of the day so mm-hmm. we're not going to have any other segments we're just going to talk about those two things and we're going to be out this beach <laughs> fashion uh, okay. also review yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Shout out to Raja and Raven. Um, But yeah, so we're going to actually start off with Striking Vipers, the new season of Black Mirror Season 5 with the first episode starring Anthony Mackie, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and Nicole Bahari. Also, Palm Clemetith and Ludie Lynn. These are important names. <laughs> yeah, like, those are some names. <laughs> but a cast of faves. Okay, I love it. Um, Anthony, Anthony Mackie played the character of Danny. Yaya played the character of Carl. Nicole played Theo. Palm and Ludi played video characters, which are very important to this episode. Yeah. So, friend, when you saw it, how did you feel? <laughs> Oh, we're starting with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can start if you want to. Please, please, because I'm just, I, I need your insight and your, like, okay. analysis so I can, like, put together my thoughts. Got it. Okay, so when I first watched, when I first watched it, right, because mm-hmm. before then, before the show actually started, there were people who saw the episode first mm-hmm. and screened it with some other blacks. Um, and they said that on Twitter, and they were like, 
I'm just ready for the tweeter, the, the the tweeters, the tweets to be flying off about this episode. I was like, what's going on with the Black Mirrors? Oh, so when I clicked the button, I was watching. I was like, okay, okay, what's yeah. what's going to happen? And I saw the, the the um, you know, the headset thing. I was like, oh boy, what's going <laughs> on here? And it wasn't. It was right when they started fighting. I was like. What the fuck is going on in this here afternoon? Yeah. Like something about their energy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Alyssa. Um, something about <laughs> the way that Yaya was like sitting in the couch. It was like okay, you beat that too. Yeah, like, something about this seems very sexual. And so when they were fighting, I was like, some of the milk ain't clean right here. Yeah. And I was like. Are they about the fuck? And then, like, right as um, they stopped fighting and they were, like, rolling around it, and, like, the, the first kiss, I was like, I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. So after that, I was, like, I was like, ooh, where is this story going to go? I was, like, uh-huh. on the edge of my seat. I really enjoyed the episode. I, I understand when people said that they didn't enjoy the dialogue because I felt that the dialogue was a, was a little... Um, like tilted like the like the writing was very up mm-hmm. in the air i i felt as though either the writers were not black or they weren't black american because a few things they were saying in the astro episode was like black americans wouldn't talk i think like i had though i think i remember <laughs> clocking some of that yeah little, like yeah. black <laughs> americans don't say ball sack we don't say that yeah those are words that we don't say um yeah. but other than that i really enjoyed the episode nicole needs to be in more things she does and i really enjoyed the episode and i knew that twitter was going to be furious um, as they was, uh, right. <laughs> when they watched the episode, I really enjoyed it because I'm here for this mess. But friend, a- as a as a black woman, as a cis black woman, huh, <sighs> how did you feel about the ending of the episode? I just I don't understand. I just wanted to know as as a cis black woman, I don't feel this great threat, <laughs> this big <laughs> agenda that we have a, we have an entire episode on of us like joking about the gay agenda yeah. that these people were talking about on black twitter i don't see it how can you guys just watch and enjoy things <laughs> i just don't understand but i will say that ending kind of took me for a loop okay. a little bit it wasn't completely unexpected but it just kind of jumped i guess because mm-hmm. they would they really just needed to end the episode um so but basically just to wrap everything up anthony mackie and yaya i'm gonna call him what's his black manta that's who he played in um yes. in in aquaman so i'm gonna yes. call him falcon and black manta their best friends and they were all roommates with falcon's now wife theo that is played by nicole who like dj mentioned earlier we even texted about like she's formerly known from sleepy hollow why isn't she in more things? Why isn't she leading more things? She is leading more things. Yeah, she right. she, she killed that per usual, and she's just amazing. Um, but <laughs> basically, Falcon and Black Manta grow up. Because <laughs> so I think that's what has the girls outraged. <laughs> yes, because when I finished the episode, I was like, "So Captain Black, <laughs> Black America, <laughs> Captain Black." <laughs> Someone said Baptist America, and I lost it. 
adopted a pair of bugs. So Black Captain America and, <laughs> and Mantis uh, are, are down at the at the local <laughs> video game. Hello. <laughs> Throwing it back once or twice or three times. Yeah, they they're using that technology that if you're a Black Mirror fan, you're obviously very familiar with. Um, last season, which I think kind of hindered this episode again because last season season opener was just so strong with that Jesse Plemons episode with the Star Trek theme and all of that and um, the same technology which is another thing that I'm glad that Black Mirror is doing with um, kind of connecting and making everything in the same universe so to speak um, but they use that technology to be like real life VR so you feel all the sensation and <laughs> Black Manta picks a female character and um, Falcon picks a male character. Yeah. It's, it's a fighting game that they used to play when they were younger. Yeah, and that's and within the game they have relations and they feel the sensation and it turns into this big thing that where Black Man just cannot deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> some, like some messy queen on Twitter was like <laughs> bottoms once, and then there was a gift to him. It was like I need it, man. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, Lord, what is a D2 bomb is going on? Like, you <laughs> cannot give it up. Delicious. So, <laughs> um, Falcon's character is married, and, and, you know, it just, it was just a messy, messy dynamic. Yeah. And that's where the outrage kind of came in, where it um, played on sort of the down low, the, the down low black man trope of a man being married and have a wife and and participating in an affair with another man. I personally did not look that further into it until after I got online. So if we were dragging this, during this episode, if we had time to, that was definitely going to be my drag because I just, the deep dive, do people even put on goggles before you go this far <laughs> in depth in the water? Because it's, how do you even do the thing? <laughs> how do they enjoy the thing with the scuba? I don't understand. Cause I personally, I did like the episode. Like you said, the dialogue definitely uh, was left a lot to be desired. Even the pacing of the episode, I kind of found myself like, all right, this is an hour. I feel like I've been watching the same scene on loop for about a solid 10, 15 minutes. But other than that, of course they all acted their butts off and i thought it was an interesting it, it was an interesting way to go I, I i definitely didn't expect it but then when it happened i it did become kind of predictable which that is the one thing that i didn't like because black mirror is like dependent on the unpredictable and the unexpected so for me to sit there and just not really be totally like nail biting like oh my gosh what's happening that was that was a strange like my gripe more so is just with it not really feeling as much like a Black Mirror episode. Mm. Yeah. Other than that, I it, I feel like decent isn't giving it enough because the actors really really carried that episode. But it was it was it was it was decent, not what I expected. But the outrage, the fake outrage afterwards, obviously that kind of ruins everything yeah. because that's what I initially that's what I saw at first when it when did this premiere a couple weeks ago it premiered last week okay 
So when, when all the girls logged on to the Netflix and was excited about it, and then I saw some of the non-spoiler tweets about it, I was already exhausted, and I was already spent. And I'm just like, well, I'll watch it when I watch it, and I'll get my judge. And I couldn't really get my judge because I kind of expected it. And <sighs> what's um, happening? <laughs> I don't know. Charlie Booker, who is the creator of Black Mirror, has written every every episode. So he did write it, and he is a white man. So I, I felt it when I saw it. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it felt, felt like very... a white man writing in a homie's perspective. <laughs> yes. not, like, not black man, but the homie trying to be a homie. Yeah. Because, you know, no one says homies anymore. But <laughs> relatable white um, people. And I, I can't remember if you uh, said what the ending was, but basically at the end, the, the arrangement is that once a year, it seems like, on Danny's, a.k.a. Uh, black Captain America's birthday, He's able to go into the virtual reality world with Yaya's character and, you know, have relations. And also Nicole's character played by um, B- Nicole, a.k.a. Theo, gets to also have outside relations mm-hmm. with other men, in, like in the actual real world. So she takes off her ring, <laughs> very ring <Yeah>. off. And... <laughs> like very all pads. Yeah. <laughs> And she, you know, she does what it does. I really enjoy that aspect because one thing that I, I'm kind of over with like queer cinema, especially when it deals with like cis gay men, is usually in in those films or television shows, like the women are kind of, they don't have any agency. They're kind of just like left blowing in the breeze all like most of the time. And Nicole's character was very like. She was very inside of all of it. Uh, right. We all, we saw her perspective. We saw, you know, the where she was coming from. We mm-hmm. we knew why she was feeling the way she was feeling. Um, and for her to have her own path at the end, I really enjoyed that. And at the end, I was like, okay, so what? I guess what people had problems with is, from me, is that their ideas of monogamy are very much different from, you know, mainstream America. Because they decided that this arrangement works for them. Like, the three of them are going to be a part of this relationship, if you will. He's going to have something on the side once a month or once every year, and she's going to do the same thing. But we're still married. We're still in this, and a lot, not a lot of people subscribe to that. So I felt I saw a lot Which of people. Which I think is trash that. because I felt like a lot of people would have subscribed to it if it was another woman. Mm, yeah. I yeah. feel like a lot of people were masking that face. Yes. Um yes. sanctity of marriage between two people, not three people, BS was using that as the cloak, the invisibility cloak, Harry Potter. Yeah. For the homophobia. Um, cause someone tweeted was like, Man, they got they got gays and black mirror now too. And someone tweeted like comment after that was like Sandra DePero won an Emmy last year. What are you talking about? And the same director that directed that episode directed Striking Vipers. It was like, you had two queer women in that episode, but yet no one had any like real problems, but yet in Striking Vipers. And they're not even like homosexual gay in the right. real world. They just right. have like this real strong connection in this video game. And y'all can't take that? 
Yeah, because I thought they were going to dip the balls fully in. I thought when he was like, let's just kiss and see if there's going to be fireworks and we'll do this thing in the real world or handle it accordingly. So for them to go the route of like them kissing in real life and then not really having any emotional connection and still just being whatever the fluid the fluidity that it is i didn't think that they were going to go that way so i will say that was a twist that i didn't expect because the girls definitely wouldn't have been able to handle at all i kind of feel and this is this is my own personal belief that uh yaya did have feelings for anthony mackie's character did and did inside and outside (laughs) of the video game personally yeah I, I I can kind of see how Danny's care like Danny not really having that much of connection, but I, I definitely feel like Yaya's character had some sort of emotional connection yeah. inside the real world and out inside the video game. But that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, the the girls are very upset. They were very angry. Um, it was kind of hilarious to see people always off because. You know, people are going to tweet and be upset. And I've realized, like, over, like, as the weeks have gone by, and we said this before, that people just tweet just to be tweeting. Mm-hmm. It really has been, like, showing itself to me, like, the past week. And I know we're not going to get into this, but the whole auntie debate about Oprah and mm-hmm. Gail and Ava not wanting to be called auntie and people are having all their feelings. Mm-hmm. I really I really don't understand where all this like fever is coming from and people and I, I read some of the tweets and I'm like y'all just tweeting really just to tweet. That's it. <laughs> just to get these likes and retweets off, retweets <laughs> yes. off like we said it's just all about engagement and you just want eyes to your profile yeah. for whatever reason and then that's just all it is. It's it literally starts and ends there. Yeah. Um so God bless all of y'all. Uh so let's let's move on to something a little bit more fun. Pose came back. Ah! Season two, episode one, entitled Act Up. Um, so friend, how did you feel about the first episode of Pose for the new season, the season opener and all that? I just wish that Pose came on at like five o'clock. <laughs> I'm so weary. Like you guys, if you've been listening, you know, I get on this mic every week, literally every week. I have not missed a single week where I haven't mentioned how weary I am and how old and washed I am. And it just comes on so late. So I I hate that I'm not able to watch it in real time, mm-hmm. but I kind of love that too because I just have my moment to digest. I'm not looking on what other people are saying or yeah. or tweeting in between, just watching it and absorbing it. And I absolutely loved it. It was everything I, I you know I couldn't help but to read a couple of headlines or people's opinions about it but it was everything that everybody said it was informative never be the same again like (laughs) (laughs) i loved it and i'm so glad that this show is back and i cannot wait to see where the season goes obviously we'll mention that a little more on speed you know give our opinions about this episode but it was it was it was awesome it wasn't nearly as heavy as i expected it to be judging off some of the tweets um but again it was it feels like 
a docuseries. It feels like yeah. we're just watching stuff that happened. Well, it, it did happen in real time, but these feel like real, actual people. You know, MJ feels like Blanca. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Billy Porter's obviously not Porter's Lord. <laughs> Billy Porter feels like Pray Tell. Yes. No, it literally just feels like we're watching, you know, decades old footage, not a new show. Not, and it, I enjoyed it. What did you think about it? Did it live up to your expectations of last season? Okay, so you were expecting death and doom. I was, I was. expecting lightness, and I was not expecting to open the show so heavy. Like, I was yeah. like, oh my god, what's yeah. going on? Um, But I really, I really enjoy the show. I'm so happy that it's back. Every time the show starts, I just feel so, like, warm inside because, like, <laughs> because, like, this is, this is my gig. I really enjoyed this yeah. show. This is one of my favorite shows on TV, like, period, right now, and it was just nice to come back to these characters. Yeah. I binged the first season before, you know, season two started, so I was, like, really familiar with all the plot lines and everything. I don't know how you do that. Listen! <laughs> I enjoy my shows, okay? You are a revisiting girl. (laughs) This is what she does. Um, Something just popped into my head. I'm sorry, I have to go back to Striking Vipers for a second. Ludi Lin is a man, and I need to see him in more things. Who who do you play? Was he the fighter? Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, absolutely. I I strongly agree. Um, It was very... Back to Pose. I'm um, sorry, I had to do that aside. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. There were there were some there were some like coupling things happening that I was yeah. not expecting at all, but yeah. very much here for. There were like setups to new things, and there were a lot of reading going on. <laughs> People being dragged. Mm-hmm. That I was, I had a great time with. Oh um, yeah. We'll so we're gonna that. talk about that. So before we get into all of that, let's just start off with. Let's hit some points. Let's start off with Blanca and her getting the uh, diagnosis that she is now with AIDS. Like she is now considered an AIDS, AIDS patient. Um, how did she feel about that? See, I felt back because I was kind of just like, ah, the show is back, and I wasn't paying attention. But I, but I, it it missed me the first time until mm. I saw her face, and I'm like, wait, what just happened? And then I rewound, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> like I'm thinking that we're gonna get news about you know mm. the medication working, and so to hear that she up, well, it's not really an upgrade, but to to for it to be elevated from HIV to full blown AIDS. Just really, really broke broke my heart. I love that they're making Sandra Bernhardt's character like a character character because yeah. I love what they had her do and what she did with the character in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I love their dynamic and I hope that obviously we'll see more of that with Sandra Bernhardt's character and um, her spouse. I had no idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that in the first season. <laughs> Hello. I'm like yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm here for this. Okay, nice um, chocolate skin too. Her skin, she I'm was telling you. I was Ooh. like, Maxwell, <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> this light is on, hot and ready. But um, yeah. So. <laughs> Come on, Cardi and Dreddy. <laughs> 
But yeah, the good sis Blanca, you know, of course she's still doing the thing. She quit her job. Yeah. Um, which that took a sharp turn. I don't remember the manager being like that in the first season. Maybe I missed that as well. I don't think we really saw the manager. We didn't really see her, did we? No, we okay. So I don't know where we're going to go with that, seeing as though she's the primary breadwinner, because we'll get to Miss Maleficent extravaganza <laughs> eventually. But. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to her. Miss Maleficent DeVille. Yeah. I love the actress that plays her, but we got to discuss some things. So yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to stop with that. The shoulders. <laughs> Still very much clocked in, but yeah, we'll we'll discuss. But the good sis Blanca is still being mother of the year. She's still yes. a saint amongst sinners. Oh, okay. And I, we love her, and I just I'm going to be very very heartbreaking heartbroken um, if they decide to go the route of you know her progressively still dying. Yeah. I got morbid, but yeah, so we love we love Blanca. Yeah. Um, I would just add to the point of the AZT like. I'm really worried for her in this drug because I, I've i read and i watched documentaries where AZT really was taking people out. Like, they were taking people out quicker than the actual AIDS virus mm. um, or complications from the AIDS virus. Um, so when uh, Judy, a.k.a. Uh, Sandra was like, you need to take this drug. And I was like, I don't know about that girl because a lot of people have echoed that the ones that were able to like live long enough for the proper drugs to come, they didn't take AZT. And that was the reason why they lasted so long. Um, Yeah. I was wondering why they were like putting so much emphasis on that particular drug. mm -hmm. Um, It was the first drug that to, to do some sort of help. um, But it really did kill more people than complications from AIDS. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm really worried about Blanca and these pills. I hope because I, I can't remember when the first wave of like really good drugs came, like the cocktail came right. along. I'm not sure right. when that happened. I I feel like that was like uh, somewhere close to the mid 90s, like 98, not Lord 98, 94, 93. I feel like that's when the drugs really start to, <clears throat> and I have to do more research about that. But yeah, I'm really worried about her in the AZT, and I I hope, I just, I'm I'm on edge. I don't I don't like this. People have been saying yeah. on Twitter like, if y'all kill our Blanca, Fact. listen. I'm not. We can't deal. We can't. <laughs> we can't deal. Um, but so let's move on from there to Billy Porter. Let's talk about him and act up. <laughs> Up, you can get snatched up. Uh, <laughs> and also reading the eyes out of, out of as you call her, Miss Maleficent, um, abundance because my god, I wanted him to drag her even further. <laughs> I did. She he he scalped her. I wanted no he 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 snatched her wig. I wanted her to be scalped. I didn't want her bald. I wanted to see her skull. Uh, aggro. <laughs> so actually, let, let's talk about Billy Porter and Act Up, and also talk about Electra Abundance. Let's let's yeah. do them together. Yeah. So, uh, story. How did you feel about the, their characters? I love the development of Billy. Well, we'll use his character name. Oh, Pray Tell. Mm-hmm. Um, finding purpose beyond the grief 
I love it. I, I wish I remember what Sandra's character said to him. But yeah, at some point you you had to refocus that energy because you're just constantly losing people. And it, it's, it's going to kill you faster than yeah. the disease itself. So you have to find a purpose while you're here. And making him an activist and joining that activist group. I love the sit-in that they did at the Catholic Church. Um, I forgot. I'm meant to go on YouTube to actually see footage because I feel like that was actually a real thing. It was a real thing. I figured. It, cultural cultural history we get music we get great gowns like the show's everything we'll 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 stand some more later yeah but i i love obviously pray tell has always been well since the first season has been my favorite character and i love that this folk this episode focused a little more on him and his growth um going beyond just being you know part of the 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 ballroom scene um it, I loved how they kind of sped sped up a little bit and went straight to Vogue because I always wondered what it was like and how the underground scene, especially mm-hmm. particularly with black people and Latinos, how they felt seeing that type of representation. Did it did it feel like cultural appropriation? Um, did it feel like now you know you're finally in the spotlight? How Blanca sort of felt like it was. Yeah, and I just love that Pretel just didn't get so enamored with it the way that Blanca did that he was focused on the activism and the family and that speech that he gave Miss Electra after she did not show up to the sit-in or the protest yeah because you can relate it to even today like amongst the LGBTQIA yeah. community where we're quick to repost you know the the the, the dance-offs and drag race is such a huge thing, and mm-hmm. everybody steals, but <laughs> they don't watch that type of stuff. But it's all in your lingo, Nini. It's all in oh. your lingo, black women. <laughs> so everybody focuses on that, but you, it's crickets with the Malaysias and, and the black trans women being the genocide that's happening with that. It's crickets. Mm. Amongst just the, still the bullying that happens when when these young boys, what was that beautiful boy's name, Nigel? Yes, yes. that just killed himself during this past school year. It, it it it's it's crickets outside of the community, and even so, amongst the white, the whites. Oh, okay. And it, and and they just don't discuss it. It it doesn't get shown that same enthusiasm, that same light. You have to have that same passion that you have, that same effort that you have in winning drag race, in winning these balls, in winning these categories. So I loved. If he doesn't get any award, just off this base, just based off this first episode, because we know that it gets. <laughs> It gets going yeah. <laughs> in the season. So just off this first episode, when they went to the um, the memorial site and you saw all the rocks because they these, these people weren't claimed from their family and they mm. died alone. Oh. That broke my heart. <sighs> and it was just like it was the first five minutes of the day. On the show. It was. It, I looked up and I was just like, wait. <laughs> I was ready to vote down and we're just writing names on rocks and they're panning up and it's just like literally thousands of rocks yes, that which... each represent one person that had died mm. in just the couple of years, even probably months at that point. And the fact that they quarantined the bodies and and someone brought up a good point. I can't remember who I was watching on YouTube. They were saying that the first case of um, when they realized that AIDS was an epidemic was around... 
84, 85. Mm-hmm. This is 1990, and they still don't know how this virus, they, they quote-unquote still don't know how this virus is contracted. You, so you're telling me five years have gone by? God, y'all don't know nothing? Still so claiming the fans of ignorance. Just yes. like, I think Funky Ganiva touched on the, the fat black woman trope. That's the one thing yeah. that I did not like. I'm like, but. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but also, I was just saying that the amount of like willful ignorance that they had with this yeah. virus. Um, and it seemed like. I've watched so many documentaries. It 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 really was like the government just didn't care. They didn't yeah. care, and they saw it as uh, something to not deal with. Like they were like, okay, that has nothing to do with me or my family. A I don't know anyone cleansing. Who's... Yeah, very much as. that. Um, and how like the Catholic Church, my God, was really really out there, um, just saying horrible things about like how it's. Like he was saying, like it was, you know, more cleansing and all that. Um, but lo and behold, they were also had their own scandals. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, but yeah, I also really enjoy <laughs> Pray Tell reading the eyes out of Electro Abundance. I was not prepared for that until it started. I was like, oh, he's going for the jugular. And he <laughs> threw that trophy down <laughs> on the ground. Proud. Oh, so proud. <laughs> Um, I've, and a lot of people did not like that. They they thought he was doing too much. Um, I can kind of see it because she did say that she was going, um, and she didn't go. And she's yeah. like a, a pillar in the community. It's different from her than like yeah. the random people that were yeah. in the audience that was a house there mother. A, she used to be a house mother. She's in like what she said, her forties. Like she's mm-hmm. a pillar in this community. Everyone knows who Electric Abundance, Electric Abundance is. Oh, what I call her Travaganza. Okay. Well, now she's Electric Abundance. Um, uh, Evangelista Ferocity now. Uh, because oh, yeah. at the end she decided to go with Candy, Candy, and um Lulu. Which shout to Angelica Ross. Hey girl, hey, used to follow us, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not like. If I was Candy and or Lulu, would, would you would you take would you take Electra back? As she desperation, yeah. For filth last like a, like couple years ago. But look how they get they get dra- Pretel drags them every category. Every category they get dusted. But <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, yes, I'm absolutely taking Electra back. <laughs> okay, I, you know what I. I see that. I can see that the pettiness does run deep because they do get red. Now, Angelica Ross breaking the bread took me clean out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, But moving on because we don't have that much time. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, what I really want to talk about. Angel story. Angel and Little poppy and all that popping off. Okay, was... quick question before you go in depth. So is Evan Peters' character not like a thing? Is he coming I back this season? I don't think he's coming back. I think wow. I, I think what they did is what they did in the first season of Orange is New Black, like ushered in like the white people in the first yeah. season. So the second season it's really just about everybody else. Ah. Um, so I feel like all of those, like those characters, all the Trump and all that, I think that's done. Yeah. 
Okay. And I think we're just going to focus on these characters that we all know and love. Okay. Which, if, if that's the case, I'm really here for that, and I'm very yeah. happy about that. Because as much as I love Evan Peter- Peters, I didn't need his storyline <laughs> at all. I didn't need it at that's all. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah. So Miss Angel and the... The modeling um, contest, uh, very uh, uh, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the legendary Legion. Octavia Saint Laurent. Um, so yeah, how do you feel about all of that? I'm so proud of myself that I caught that reference. I was like, Yay! yes, y'all better pay homage. <laughs> and actually, herself. Candy w- gave us an old nasty uh, look in the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode uh, mm-hmm. that was very reminiscent of Octavia. Yeah. No, Octavia, rest in peace. She, yeah, she sure did. Even even with with Angel's get up, like that whole. I mean, obviously, it was inspired by. It's, it takes place early '90s, late '80s. Mm-hmm. Even in her in her get up, if you remember, Paris is burning. Octavia was beat yes. <laughs> to submission. That blush, honey. <laughs> so I love that. And then I caught that. They, I was like, wow, they even did the whole reference to, um, I can't remember if her name was Eileen Ford or Kathleen Ford. I think it's Kathleen Ford. I feel like it's Kathleen Ford. Legendary model mother. Yes. Discovered all the girls. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't think that they were going to directly use her name. I thought they were just kind of kind of use her likeness which they kind of did but to say her name like that and and completely this thing is just so historically on point Uh, it's just everything about it just feels so good because i know t but they also giving me more you know like they're they're feeding me they're feeding me pieces of 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 the puzzle that documentaries left out that is so true, yeah. and I'm in, I'm well. I was always engaged more, but it's still the entertainment aspect of it mm-hmm. with these fictional characters. But it's it's literal. It's literally history, like it's yeah. actual nonfiction, it's actual facts. Yeah. Um. Again, they keep. They can't throw me for a loop when I think that I can predict Angel's storyline, and I cannot. Okay. Because I just. Right, sins, not tragedies. I just knew <laughs> that she was going to be under somebody's bed dead. Yes, again. And I'm yeah. just like, I just knew that once Tasha that photographer. Yeah, God, God rest her beautiful soul. Yeah. Um, I just knew that once that photographer, I knew the photographer was going to clock her. At some point, I thought Miss Ford was going to clock her and that it was just going to be Damn. curtains. That yeah. first episode, I didn't, I didn't think that they were going to go anywhere with it. So, for her to enter the model competition, um, of course, we'll briefly touch on, you know, the BS that she had to endure. But for her to get to the semifinals, um, I'm excited. Very much that. India Moore is freaking gorgeous. Just that the most beautiful, like, angelic <laughs> like, yes. creature. Yes. Like, her she's face so is so ridiculously symmetrically beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, like <laughs> And this is like has like no like this is like unbiased like her face yes. is symmetrically beautiful. Yes, a yes. model outside yeah. of the show, so okay. they're making that her storyline the obvious. But yeah. I'm so here for it. You know, of course they touched on the photographer recognizing her from the, which I was upset about her. I was upset when they started the show and she's back at the piers. I'm glad okay. Blanca gathered her. <laughs> Why is she walking the dock again? I thought we was off that. <laughs> but her and Poppy, I would have never guessed. I 
I didn't see it, com- and I felt like I should have saw it coming, but I did not see it coming. How do you so feel about I, it? Do you ship them? I do. Like, like, and really, and it is because it was so unexpected. Because when I was watching, I was like, "What's going on between them two? And so, like, they <laughs> they just kept like, through the blinds. Yeah, <laughs> very like eye emojis. That was me the entire time. Um, because they were just like, like really cutesy and, and yeah. like talking quietly amongst each other and when he got upset that you know she took the photos like not gonna lie i felt a type of way about that like uh, um i was like okay perfect uh, um but okay <laughs> um but yeah i i really i just i really enjoyed them too and it and it seems to work i mean they they are like it's kind of weird because they're, they're supposed to be family. Um, right. But it, it still feels like this. I like this. This, this kind of works for me. He so looks like really a little brother. It. I know. But at this, I know. <laughs> but at the same time, it, it works for me. Listen, Game of Thrones, Cersei and Jamie will, will, will like fucking down to the, the, the sellers all the time. Yes, so is. like... She, she she just looks like she can pet Poppy like <laughs> like all with all but yeah I guess I, I guess I should them how you feel about her like modeling or do you actually see anything happening with that you know what I didn't see it at first until I came I and I I need to, to get these receipts but someone was talking about um like a a legendary trans model that was like in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was part of a, a cosmetic campaign um, or something. And I think they're going to go in that direction. I, I have Ooh. to get her name because I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, so if I can, I can actually see her modeling mm-hmm. or, or like start the ascension. And I feel as though what's really tragic about all of this is, is because Madonna's Vogue did propel a lot of like queer people into the forefront but only for a short period yeah. of time because yeah. like it seemed like a year or two after that we went right back as business as usual um yeah. which i think they're going to touch on in this season maybe towards the end or maybe next season if they get picked yeah, up yeah going to get devastated yeah it's going to hurt her bad but i will say um before we uh finish our, with angel's character i will say you know, we give Madge a lot, right? <laughs> she does a lot she does. for us, for uh, for uh, for her to get dragged, right? But at the same time, it was a cultural impact for her to do what she did with the whole Vogue thing. Mm-hmm. Some people saw it as appropriation, and you have every right to feel that way. But right. the fact that she, a white woman, was able to do that, um, and the masses was like really into voguing at one time um, before we are into voguing now was a big deal. Like, especially back then when people literally were dying left and right, right. for have this woman who was not a part of the community to do this was really impactful. Yeah. Um, so I do give uh, Madonna her roses uh, for doing that when she didn't really have to do that at all. And actually brought people in the video and on tour with her. Yeah, that that's what I think that's where, where she gets the brownies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> where she where she gets the gold star because it would have looked funny in the light had she just not even just used like LGBT people 
period, but that were solely white, it it would just look funny for her to even just use people of color, LGBT people of color, but to not use the actual leaders yeah. of that movement during that time and not his his name. Blanket, and I'm so upset because oh I'm trying gosh. to figure it out. Because <laughs> I even looked him up to see if he was still with us, and unfortunately, he 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 no longer is. But to to you to actually use the source. Are you talking about of the, Willy Ninja or? Is it He's one of them, but no, the actual one that was in the that actually in, in the video. In the video, yeah. To to actually put them in the video and not just go to whichever choreographer, whichever dancer that was hot then. Yeah. To actually use the people from the scene, I, she will forever be queen for that. Yeah. I don't know what she's going. <laughs> what what in the jigsaw is happening with her face now? I don't know <laughs> if it's Madame X thing, but Madonna is will always be one of my faves yeah forever um but um as we wrap up angel's storyline in the rest of our review propose um i like i'm looking forward to see what happens next with her and poppy because i'm really digging what that's going to give um, yeah did you see the preview where okay. he was upset okay and ricky was like well i'm team poppy and i'm like Angel, what'd you do? She done slept with that man. She She done went back to that man. (laughs) She probably did. Um, Or met somebody else that was... Anyway, uh, so yeah, actually, let's talk about predictions. Um, Ah. What do you you predict predict, uh, the rest of the season is going to give? It's been going too on the up and up for Blanca. Mm. Things are going to get really, really difficult very fast. Um, Ricky's going to be (laughs) F-boy... extravaganza okay. of f-boy abundance like i expected <laughs> predicted for season one not ricky yeah ricky yeah. so i was thinking of damon when damon said he was team poppy which is uh, okay okay we're talking about predictions yeah. <laughs> i love i think these actors are amazing oh, God. but we just we just gotta work a little bit dj with damon and electra because y'all keep dragging them and i see the growth okay i, I see absolutely the growth. absolutely yes with both i was about to say especially damon and but especially electra as well but her I mean, shoulders damon, didn't really get, damon really didn't get much this episode he didn't but is it bad that i was kind of relieved like <laughs> but i love the actor that plays him yes god like yeah. he is a talented talented person but yeah. as I'm just hoping that he's a little less Peabody. This that makes sense. <laughs> but so I'm predicting them giving him the range okay. and him having the range to go into depth a little more because his his world is definitely going to get turned upside down because um, it doesn't really seem well. He's I think school is out, so he's not really dancing, dancing, yeah. and it's just going to. I just predict it getting really, really hard for him before yeah. it gets better. As opposed to Angel, I feel like it's going to get better. Um, Blanca, again, we mentioned before. I do feel like it's going. It's, she's going to be shook a little bit, mm-hmm. um, especially because her. She just feels like her. The optimism there with this whole Vogue movement and the empowerment that she feels right now. That's just going to. She's going to get knocked on her butt, unfortunately. Um, but pray tell still going to be sickening, and I'm looking forward to seeing his storyline. I hope that he does find love. I feel like that they might enter that into the equation for him okay. just because he needs some sort of happiness. Yeah. Um, Angel, like we said, is going to be sickening and 
I, Poppy, he better not betray the girls again. That's all I that's all I have to say. <laughs> I think Poppy's here to stay. I, I think, think he is. Too. I think Poppy's here to stay. Um, what I'm predicting is I think Pray Tale is gonna get like really deep into the act up um <laughs> uh protest uh group, which I'm so <laughs> glad that they, they brought up act up. Do you think he's going to get in jail again? I, I, I he could, he could. I, I, I just, I just see him really, cause he's, he has like a lot of anger, and I think Act Up is helping him channel that anger. <laughs> and like I said, I'm really glad that they're bringing this group into the show because it was such a huge part of the movement uh, mm-hmm. to get the proper drugs out there um, in the late 80s early 90s so i'm i'm just really glad that they're bringing um that part that piece to the um histories into the show because they're doing such a good job of like bringing historical facts Mm -hmm. into like this scripted show so i see that for him i see blanca going through it with the legendary pat lapone um with this vogue nails thing i i don't know if it's gonna work out for her and i feel really sad about oh, that oh i forgot about her nail salon yeah. oh so yeah our predictions were accurate it's gonna she's gonna get knocked on her butt yeah um so i i'm really excited to see pat lapone on this show i don't know what she's gonna give she's giving like old white fish Who's this? <laughs> pat lapone the broadway diva you know, she doesn't know Bardway. Oh. <laughs> Enlighten the girls. Who you know she? who Patty Lapone is if I, I send you a picture. Was she like the realtor, the realtor that was that was helping her with the nails? In the preview? Yeah. But I don't remember. Where is she from? What is her gig? Um... <laughs> okay, her anytime gig? somebody tells me they're a legendary Broadway girl, I mention, are they in Cats? <laughs> was, she ever, no. was she ever in cats? Because that's what that's who the girls go out for. No, she was in cats. cats. Like her her biggest like where she's claimed her fame is Avita. Oh, she does look familiar, but I don't know her from Avita. Don't cry for me, Argentina. She did great. She was on the Grammys last Grammys and sung down. I think she was the one that sang down. Yeah. She does look familiar from something else. I feel like she oh, plays the, my I have to educate mother. the children. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I see, Range. <laughs> I see uh, Angel really developing as a model, yeah. but I also feel like her window's going to close Very quick. before she breaks the ceiling, which is going to be unfortunate. And I, I really see her and Angel. I feel, I feel like there's going to be a love triangle thing um, with her and uh, Poppy, and I feel like she's going to somebody's going to screw this up, and I feel like it's going to be Angel that screws it up with Absolutely. Poppy. Absolutely, um, <laughs> it's going to break his little heart. Um, <laughs> and I see Ricky because I, I know that Ricky and Damon is modeled after after the Duprees in um, Paris is Burning. Really? Oh, that's yeah. right. Um, because they were like birds of a feather like they were like oh, I know symbiotic both of them i thought it was just the one that that's that is um well i would say their relationship the not not their characters but like their relationship yeah. if you look at, at paris is burn again look at their characters they look exactly alike they they it's are modeling true. so i feel like they're going to be like olids like <laughs> like fitz and olivia i feel like they're gonna be in game but like 
they're going to go through a spat because Ricky's going to be out here. <laughs> He's going to be out here in these streets. Like we said, F-boy abundance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I feel like actually the gag is Dame is going to be the one really out here dipping in and doing it. I feel like oh, Ricky yeah. He's is going to get up. to a place where he's like, you know, I'm ready to like settle down. And Damon's like, but like, I just got a taste of the good life. So bagger. So that, that's what I'm mm-hmm. um, expecting. And I don't know how the show is going to end, um, but I'm, I am looking forward to it. So I guess that, um, that wraps up. It, do you have anything else you want to add? Before we, oh, we... this is another great season opener. Shout out to whoever runs their um, Instagram account for liking our post about the show. Shout out to yes. DJ for making that. And Damn. yeah, I'm looking forward to the, another season that is going to end far too quickly for me again. Unless, how do we know how many episodes this is? I don't know, but I can figure out really quickly. Hold on one second, and it looks like we're going to get ten episodes a season. Okay, that I feel like that was about the same last season. It was eight last season. Oh, we got two more. Yeah. Now it can go either way. We know with uh, with <laughs> the legendary mother Ryan Murphy, which uh, <laughs> until he makes his little Oprah magazine post about not being called legendary mother <laughs> and Auntie Ryan, that's how I will refer to him as such. Okay. It gets a little messy when the episodes get the numbers increase. So yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. The one thing um, I'm watching on TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but that's going to end that for us, ladies and gentlemen, and peoples of the like. So where can they find you on the social of the medias? You can find me at Chill Tanya. I know we've been saying this forever, guys, but as soon as I get a chance to breathe, I absolutely have a plan to initiate our YouTube channel. So please, please follow us at the Relatable AF Pod. I believe that's our name, which we might, DJ has to, and I have to do some discussion. I think I'm going to start it off with just like a quick travel vlog um, for my cruise. Just, so that's kind of going to be um, part of our dynamic on the channel. I, I guess I should talk to you about that first. Go and see how you would feel about vlogging your, your um, travels that's coming up. Oh, I definitely am going to be vlogging. So that's going to be our gig. So look forward to that because we are still trying to figure out the direction of the podcast that we're trying to go and find our place in this big pond of everybody talking about the same thing. (laughs) 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 So I just, I just wanted to make that quick announcement, but you can follow me at, um, at chill Tanya on Instagram and Twitter, as well as both DJ and myself at the relatable AF pod. Is it the receipt? Woo, shaky boots a couple weeks. Is it relatable or the relatable? I think it's relatable. Relatable. <laughs> At C, come on, friend, get me together. <laughs> RelatableAFPod at gmail.com is our email address. And you can find us at RelatableAFPod on Instagram and Twitter. Which Twitter, um, Instagram girls, get ready because she's back on the grind. We will be unfollowing the, un- the follow unfollows. So y'all, I'm going to let y'all rock for a couple months, watching you fluctuate, but we will be deleting the girls. So. Ooh, you heard it here. The girls are shook now. Um, you can find me at Dijon underscore Delante on Instagram and dhawk27 on the bird. So that will wrap it up. Uh, We promise next week we're going to have our you know, back to our regularly scheduled programming segments. Okay, allegedly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we will see you all next week.
Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye. Bye.